Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How y'all doing out there this wonderful Monday afternoon? I hope everybody's having a great day. And your weekend was wonderful. Oh, man, we got a lot to talk about today. I tell you, we have a whole lot to talk about. And um, we got two hours to do it in. And that's what we're going to do. And y'all know what we're going to talk about, right? There's no doubt about all this unrest going on in this country. And, um, oh, man, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, six years ago, I thought we was in the same spot and things would have gotten better, but I guess not, huh? But anyway, we're going to see if we can get into it, and hopefully we're going to see. We can't ah, talk our way through some things because there's some wild stuff going on out there, and uh, we need to talk about it. So with that being said, let me tell you how you be a part of the show. The easiest way is give me a call at 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericletts, L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com. 
And our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Okay, so those are all the ways you can talk to me and interact with me. And um, I look forward to hearing what you have to say because this needs to be a, a group conversation here, not just one person talking, not just two or three. I mean, a group conversation. Maybe we can come up with some ideas and, and maybe, just maybe, you know, um, Stop some of this nonsense from going on. Oh, man, it's a lot to talk about, I tell you. But we'll get to that in a minute. But, of course, you know, first, we got to give you some music. Being that it is Monday, and being that the situation is what it is in the country, I thought I'd bring y'all some Marvin Gaye. Y'all know what I'm talking about. That old Vietnam tune that was all good, right? That was all good. Called, what's going on? Here's Marvin Gaye, y'all. See y'all in about five minutes. Enjoy.
are we going to stand around this town and let what others say come true? We're just good for nothing, they all figure. A boy's grown-up, shiftless chicken. Now we can't hardly stand for that. Or is that really where it's at? We people who are darker than blue. This ain't no time for segregating. I'm talking about brown and yellow too. High yellow girl, can you tell? You're just the surface of our dark deep well. If your mind could really
We have great respect For the sister and mother It's even better yet But there's the joker in the street Loving one brother And killing the other When the time comes And we are really free There'll be no brothers left You see We people Who are darker than blue Don't let us hang around this town And let whatever say come true We're just good for nothing They all figure A boy's grown up shitless jail Now we can't harness them for them Or is that really where it's at? Pardon me, brother While you stand in your glory I know you won't mind If I tell the whole story But let us not be so satisfied For tomorrow can be a, an even brighter day There it was, man. Your two songs of the day. I only planned to play one, but I had to get the Curtis Mayfield in there, too. Powerful message in that one as well. And the second one was Curtis Mayfield. We are people darker than blue. All right, so I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, welcome back to Let's Talk and Blog Talk Radio. Once again, I'm your host, Mr. Talk. And whew, we got some we got some talking to do today, y'all. We really do. And um, I really want to have some... I want you to put your input in on it because this is what it's going to take to, to figure out what the heck is going on in this country right now. I mean, it's easier just to take a look and, and figure out, you know, look at the news and look at your television, your news feeds and own thing. Um, only thing you can see is a bunch of people walking and rioting. And, and of course, the, the, the you know, the news media, they portraying it as one thing. And it's just all over the place right now. It is. It is really over the place. And just think, six years ago, we were right here in the same spot with Ferguson. Y'all remember Ferguson? Yeah, we were right here in the same spot. Um. So, yeah. But now we, we're, once again, once again, <laughs> here we are finding ourselves uh, another situation within this country dealing with people blue, the you know, the police, law enforcement, however you want to consider them, and so forth and so on. So we're going to have a conversation today, man. We, we, we're not going to push it. We're not going to rush it. If, I mean, basically the show is set up just to talk about that. Um, if anything else come up, we may, you know, entertain it for a hot minute. But I really want to have a conversation on what is happening right now in this country because, you know, I, I've heard many, 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 many different, um, in many different uh, suggestions and ideas, and some of them kind of far-fetched, and some of them just makes no sense. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Some of them just make no sense. 
So we 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 gonna talk about it. So with that being said, let me tell you how you can join the conversation today. The easiest way is just call me at three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. You can also email me at Eric Letts, L-A-T-S, talk at gmail.com. And our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Okay? So, with all that being said, man, let's let's, let's get started here because, uh, you know, this was just a hard show for me to put together. I, I'm not even going front because the more... The more I looked at um, what was going on since last Monday, um, which happened to be Memorial Day, you know, and then all of a sudden all heck break loose, and, and you sit back and you just you watch and you watch and you pay attention, and I, I'm not even going to tell you anything I don't know. It, it really put a heavy burden on me. It, it really did, and not I'm not going to really say a heavy burden as in uh, angry, and I'm not really gonna gonna put one on say as being sad. You know, it was kind of a combination of the two. Looking at the situation that was going in, and thinking back to 2014, I think the, when when Michael Brown was killed. You know, and, and thinking about this, just six years, man, a six year time period, and here we are again. Here, are, here we are again. Oh, um, and, and it's quite easy. It's quite easy to to try and put a comparison on the two, but six years later, there should be some type of difference, don't you think? In the way we're thinking now, um, our actions on both sides, on both sides. Of course, being an election year, go figure. Um, before I, I say that, you know what? Because usually I have notes in front of me, y'all. Today I, I just decided I, I couldn't do notes because I was just gonna do this on the fly. I have no notes. You just have what's gonna come out my mouth, and uh, and, and sometimes that's that's yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> I must admit that's a good thing some days, and, and that's where I'm going. Okay. That that is where I'm going today. Now, you think about this year so far, 2020. Man, this has been a very unusual year. You know, we start off the year, everybody looking up, bright things. Then all of a sudden, this pandemic hit, derails everything. You know, everybody has to have the idea. Now, halfway through the year, here we are with a police killing. And that's all you can call it right now. Police killing and rioting, protesting slash rioting, however you want to put it. You know, and as you take a look at those things, you just, sometimes you just, you look and you have to, you sit back and you're trying to figure out what the heck is going on. You know, what what is really happening in this country? You know, you have the lack of leadership on on the who man. We we're not even going to talk about lack of leadership on, on all levels right now because basically there are none. There there is no leadership whatsoever. Um, you know, you have one group blaming the other. 
You know, then you have one group want to pick out a specific group, say it's their fault. But at this time, six years later, after Ferguson, there's no way you can blame one group. Yeah, I mean, there's just no way you can do it. There's no way you can do it. Let's talk about this. After 2014, there was a uh, uh, a group put together that was supposed to address, you know, brutality in the police department. Uh, you know, the, the the selling of military equipment to police departments. Okay, there was a group that was put together for that. You know, that's where the body cameras came from. You know, well, also supposed to wear body cameras. Well, now let's look at it. In some instances. When things are going on, as in the case of Brianna Turner in Kentucky, the body armor, the body camera went on. So what good does that do? Right? Then you have officers, and many of the officers that are involved in, in situations as George Floyd, if we go back and look in their records, there's a history of, of you know, Brutality, misconduct, however you want to want to um, categorize it. So, where is the policing? No, where is the policing? I remember doing a paper on um, community policing, and um, um, and you know, I understand that was one of the initiatives that came that was supposed to come out of the uh, Ferguson um, incident back in 2014. And as I wrote in this paper, you know, I referenced uh, Trayvon Mountain, Martin, you know, with George Zimmerman and a few other things. And as as I remember writing that paper, it, it hit me. You know, it, it's, you can, you, you, you can, how can I put this? You can sit back and, and, and allow law enforcement to police your neighborhoods, your communities, all right? Or you can do it like we did in the old school. Get out there and police them yourself. And I put this in the paper, you know. I'm not a great writer or nothing, but I'm just remembering some of the things I put in the paper. And, you know, when, you know, you had, had the parents and the grandparents sitting on the porch I know these are different days, and a lot of that doesn't happen because a lot of the so-called grandparents are out there partying and slinging with the kids or whatever. I understand that. But not everyone is out there doing that. You know, so when it comes to policing, policing, you know, we have to do that ourselves. But anyway, that's just something that came to my mind. I told y'all I'm doing this on the fly, so y'all hang in here with me, okay? Um <laughs> But let's let's address this thing because last time this happened, last time this happened, I was a big big boy saying, well, they don't have to be tearing up their own property. What is wrong with them? I understand. And you know, looking back on that, yeah, I, I was a little naive. I admit that I was a little naive because I didn't understand what was really going on. Now, and if you're not paying attention. You would be saying the same thing as far as why we keep tearing up our own neighborhoods and blah, 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 blah. However, that is what the media, mainstream media, wants you to understand. Actually, that's what some other podcasts would like you to understand. I was listening to a podcast this weekend, and one of the hosts, I know, vehemently said, 
burn it all down, burn it all down. We don't own none of it. Burn it all down. Now, that is a very, uh, and I don't like to call people by the name, but I don't have to say, that is a very ignorant and naive thing to say. It really is. You know, it, it, it really is. And the reason why I'm saying that because, yeah, it feels good at that time. But once it's all done and, and it's over with, somebody's out of a job. A lot of those places aren't reopening in your neighborhood. And we get... In the black community, we have enough problems as it is with, with businesses in our own neighborhood. You know, we really do. Yeah, I know we don't own many businesses in our neighborhood. And, you know, but at the same time, you know, for those that do, and you destroying their hard-earned uh, um, jobs and things, you know, it, it, it's, not, it's, not, um, it's not a good look. And it's more harmful in the long run than it is in, in immediate during during this thing. Yes, um, um, I understand. Not all black people are. I was getting to that. I was getting to that. Okay. Um, you know, and when you, when you talk about rioting, the only thing you see is is quick pictures of people running and out. And nine times out of ten, only 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 people that that's going to be focused. Most people going to be focused on are black. Men and women, kids, teenagers, whatever, running in and out of stores. But we have seen, you know, in some instances now that that is just not the case. It's not. And in a lot of instances, and we covered this a little bit during the Ferguson rioting and stuff like that, it's not even the protesters, the initial protesters that are doing doing the, the rioting and the destroying and all that. It, it's not. But that is that is the image that that media wants to portray to the public, which, in essence, keeps us all divided at each other's throat. You know, it goes along with with the the the, the uh, thought process that you know all African Americans don't they need they want a free handout. Anytime you want some you know something happens, they go and breaking something, they burn it down, and then they steal and they run away. Yeah. That's that's the narrative, but we have seen that is not the case. Actually, during this this week thing, week long um, situation, we have actually seen where there have been um, white white people actually forming lines to protect black people from the police. Have seen black people forming lines to protect the police from um, other protesters, or, you know, violent protesters, things like that. So, you know, when you when you Start looking at all this. You 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 see, you see the the hope and you see the good in people. Also, although it's not widely publicized and it's not widely um, acknowledged, but you see it. You see it, and that's a good thing. That 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 is a good thing. You know, and that's what we need to be pushing. That's what we need to be pushing. But of course, being that it's an election year, we have some other things going on that is just just crazy, man. I mean, you have one, you know, um, this administration for one, you know, they, they you know, they especially uh, Democratic governors, they want to blame Democratic Democratic governors for being weak and not being able to protect. That, that, no, 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 no. That's part of the issue in itself. 
that's part of the issue itself. See, in order to to fix this issue, there has to be some type of togetherness that that, that must must happen. It, it has to, because you can't continue to continue to fight, beat your head against a wall when nobody's willing to budge. Yeah, when there's nobody, you know, that's it. La La D. Hey, welcome to the show. And, and that that is what we're dealing with here today. But like I said before, and so I'm I'm not gonna sit here and try and, and talk the whole show because I want to know what y'all y'all thinking out there and, and what are some of the ideas you have and what are your thoughts on what's going on um, this past week and this past weekend? No, because I, I truly want to know what what's on your mind. So once again, give me a call at three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. You can hit me up in the chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. And my email is Eric Letts, L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com. All right. So before we go any further, let me go ahead and bring this young man in. Um <laughs> haven't heard from him in a while, but um we really we're really gonna. He's really gonna be interesting. I, I know for sure. Baby father, forty-five. All right, interesting. All right, so let me bring Pianki in and see what he got for me today. All right, Pianki, welcome to the show. How you doing, man? It's been a minute. Pretty good, Eric. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Glad to hear your voice. You know, uh, let me start off like this. <clears throat> no one's happy that the man lost his life. Agreed. But these rats and looting is nothing about that. Agreed. The people of that community wasn't going through tearing up their own resources. Would you agree with that? Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Thank you. I do. I agree. You see now, we've heard the word Antifa, and right. we've seen remnants of it, and that's what I believe mm-hmm. is going on. And this is too coordinated around the country, and no one has showed the videos of people, I'm talking about black people, in communities that form counter protests armed with sticks and bats to run these invaders out of their community. <laughs> well, Pianchi, you know what, though? I and have that's seen what they should do. Would you Women. agree? Yeah, but I have seen some instances where um, protesters yeah. have actually apprehended some a couple of individuals that were trying to start you know, start some violence, and they actually after I know I seen one where they after apprehended the guy and took him to the police themselves. That's a good thing. So yeah, that's and a good I, thing. Yeah, and I saw another one where the guy and he he went on camera and actually told a lie. Well, when the video showed, he stood there with a bow and arrow aiming at that people. Yeah, of I course they jumped one. him and beat his butt. Yeah, so I mean yeah, there but, are there are instances out there, you know. No one but seen that's the not, that's not what the media, Yeah. Nobody they ain't going to show media, that. Media, but I just, no, media don't want you to see that. Yeah, media don't want you to see that, but I want you to know that it's going on because people are uh, rising up to keep these individuals from coming into 
of their community. You know, I'm going to tell you something. I hate to say it like this. You know, when King tried to go to mm-hmm. Chicago, those people done the same thing. And also in St. Louis, the preachers done the same thing. And so these things do happen. Mm-hmm. Now, let me say this, too. There's a lot of ignorance going on. For one thing, Agreed. there is no national federal police department. This country yeah, has called over. Yeah, th- well, that's an army. But I'm talking about what we see <laughs> immediately. Yeah. This right. country has over 18,000 policing and agencies that deals in enforcing authority across the country. And these folks think that they're – a lot of these people think that this is one police department that's supposed to act in a certain way. It's the community that controls those departments because they are employees. And I'm going to give you another good example. You just got through mentioning the city. Ferguson. Ferguson Police Department, uh, as of January, and I haven't heard any news lately, is about ready to fold, be dissolved. Because it's almost broke. They just built a brand new building mm. for the police department and the fire department. And these lawsuits and all this other stuff is about to take this this, this department and down. And people are fleeing. I mean, longstanding homeowners are fleeing out of the area. Now, let me say this. I know I've heard uh-huh. you uh, talk about right. spending money in your community. Right. Now, these businesses that's burning up, these people are not going to rebuild those businesses uh, for the simple reason it's going to cost too much. Insurance is going to be high as hell. Blacks, who are usually challenged more than anyone else, they're not going to be able to open businesses in their own community because they won't be able to afford the insurance. Wholesalers are not going to extend you 30-day credit. They're going to ask to be paid before they deliver it because of the risk. <clears throat> and now you're going to have blacks that were shopping in your targets, in your pharmacies and so on, and to get the things that they need, they're going to have to travel to the adjoining outskirts areas and spend their money. Well, that goes the whole concept of keep your money in your community. And another point, when you go in those other areas, guess what they got? They got tough policing. And there's nothing you're going to do about it because that is their department. Another point, with these big box stores suffering losses and probably closing, there go your contribution to Boys and Girls Club, there go your tax base where money's revenue was going to your school district, which was already generally deprived of the things that they need to provide their children. Now, if you don't have your targets and other stores contributing to your non-for-profits, what are they going to do? And your sports teams like baseball and basketball, now those kids don't have no facilities because the city is going to be scrapped with revenue because they lose and they have lost revenue from sales tax. So now, guess what happens? And this happened in St. Louis. Parents started taking their kids out into the county. 
into those white areas. And you know what the whites asked? And I ain't even say they popped up and asked it just like off the tip of their tongue. They said, well, what the heck? Why didn't you keep what you had down there running so that you can provide for your child? If you have to go out into other counties and buy mm-hmm. the things that you eat, like food, it's going to mm-hmm. cost more. Mm-hmm. Because the transportation and gas, insurance, and so on and so on and so on. You know what, Pianchi? Now, uh, you know, all real, those points, all those points you real just quick, made, Pianchi, I, I, cannot, got one I more. cannot argue with that. I can't yeah, argue with I anything just you just said. Your, your listeners to listen to this. Now that the city's revenue going to be short, and you know, uh, Minneapolis had a hard time getting police officers anyway because nobody wanted to do the job. Plus, they got a lot of immigrants in there who probably couldn't qualify to be a police officer because a lot of them are not citizens. But I don't know that. But I know they had a problem getting police off. But being that your revenue stream is shortened because of these businesses going, the city is going to turn to the homeowners and want to raise their property taxes. And the homeowners mm-hmm. going to say, no, we're leaving. Especially young homeowners because if the schools are no good, young homeowners is not going to plant seeds in that community in order to raise a family and to prepare for a future. That's the cause and effects. And that's how that works. And we've <laughs> that, seen that. When yeah. Detroit burned, yeah. when other cities burned, yeah. they never did rebuild. Then when them lots sit you know, there for a long time, guess what comes in next? Gentrification. Then you're going to yeah, have your activists right. saying, well, whites are coming in and running blacks out. Well, that happened a long time before that part of the situation got to be in. But you know what, Pianke, and as I said before, what you said, I can't even, I can't argue with it because what you're talking about right now is the economic side of it, the downside of it, and you're right. You're absolutely right, but I got other people who want to come in, so now, let yeah, me get let into that. Like I said, I, I want really to hear what other people you. have to say about this. All right, yeah. you, man. Leave me over. Right. I might hop back in and make someone chance to provide. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's bring um, Triple One in. Welcome to the show, Triple One. Where you, who, you, who are you and where you calling me from? Talk to me. Oh, this is Miss Lady calling from the west side, the west side. Anyway, <laughs> listen. Okay. Everything uh-huh. Pianchi said sounds reasonable and rational as the fallout to the protesting and the looting and the burning up. But the first question to be asked before you get to the, the um, outcome of the protest is who is actually doing the looting and the burning and what motive do they have to do so? And so I was, I've been uh, looking online, and someone posted a clip, of, and they had it on their phone camera, that the police, police officers are actually damaging their own police vehicle and spraying graffiti on it. And they're saying, look at the police actually. Oh, it's called Watch Cops Exposed Destroying Their Own Police Cars, and that's on YouTube. And um, so it, that's interesting. And then there's um, um, at, um, on, in, on the Internet, there's also an article about the, the uh, 
protesters and the demonstrators that were uh, causing, doing a lot of criminal acts, and a third of them were not even from the area. Um, And actually, um, there were KKK types that were there engaging in all of that activity. In fact, they said on Friday night, um, this one guy encountered a white man in a red pickup truck. The man was carrying an assault rifle and a handgun. Then he noticed a symbol from the far-right militia group, three percenters affixed to the truck. And he says, I circled back to pictures of it. I was concerned why they were present at the downtown protest and had no, no, I had no idea who to notify. So they said the state officials and protesters and residents say they're alarmed by the presence of extremists who may be using Twin Cities protests against the police killing of Floyd as a cover to burn down buildings and face off with law enforcement. Hundreds of buildings have been damaged and many totally burned in the recent days. So what would be their motive? These KKK, the, the, the actual, even some of the police officers burning up their own vehicles and putting um, graffiti on it. I, if to um, usher in heavy-handed, um, heavy-handed, heavy-handed law enforcement to come down on those people and maybe, it, it, you know, to have a battle and to, you know, just to continue to sow a lot of racial dissent and um, targeting of, of black people and to incarcerate them, to charge them unfairly with crimes they didn't commit, and to um, maybe they want uh what do you call it when the president can, can, can declare martial law? Maybe that's what they want. Maybe they've been sent by there to do so, you know, through the chain of command by the powers that be. You never know. So that's why I'm always saying, what is the motive? I don't think the woman with her babies that need to get diapers and formula and food from from the local uh, Target or Walmart would do that. That doesn't make any sense. So You're that's right. what I'm saying. You always have to look at who's doing it and what is their intent, what is their motive. And so, you know, it's always easy to blame victims. The victim, blame, that's the first thing to do, blame the victim. And then right. try and bring up all of these um, the, uh, terrible um, traits, connect them to that, and how silly and stupid they are, and blah, blah, they were wild savages, look at them, burning up and tearing down. They're on, well, I would propose that the corporations have been the biggest looters of the, of the federal treasury, period, as the tune of trillions of dollars, okay? They don't have to tear down anything, and they... It, you know, I think I don't think that more than 25, 20 to 25% of those people are actually residents of those uh, of the, where they live doing any kind of violence. So what to say? I shouldn't say so what. I'll just say I understand why they would go in. And if they see an opportunity to get a TV or some food or clothing, they're unemployed. They're unemployed. They have nothing. They have nothing to look forward to. There's no jobs now, 
They probably don't have health care. But those are the worst criminals that you can name, those people. I'm not saying I agree with the burning and looting. I don't, but I understand why. And if you have half a brain, you'd understand it why too. But so that's all I got to say at this point. I think that, you know, it all goes back to the root cause of all of this, you know, unfairness in terms of uh, wealth distribution. I even hate to say wealth distribution because most citizens aren't wealthy. But this un- unequal, um, um, this uh, inequality in terms of economic, in terms of um, being able to have a career, be employed, pass down a legacy, educate their children, have a life with some dignity. Have a life where you're appreciated for, the, for what you bring uh, uh, to any kind of um, employment situation. Being able to be promoted, mm-hmm. being able to be respected, being able to be appreciated, let alone being able to have a roof over your head and a car that's, that's, that's operable that's not breaking down every other month and you piecing it together. I'm really tired of you soon. The coon the days yeah, yeah. are going to be ending soon. That's all I got to say. The, I think people have the days are going to be ending? The coon days will be coonery. ending for the most part. The coon day, all okay, that so, dancing coon, butt dancing coon, uh, coonery. People are tired and sick of it. But, but, okay. There'll be a few, so, but, but you know what? They'll be where, tossed to the side when the, there's no need for them. They'll be tossed to the side. Where's the like coonery, when where's no the coonery coming them. from, Miss Lady? Where's the coonery coming from? Well, well, a lot of folks. If you just listen to them on, and, and hear what they say, and you can automatically identify, you know, the tap dancing, uh, grinning, buck dancing tunes, okay? <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, so I'm not making, okay. Bye. I'm not, I'll, I'll get quiet now. <laughs> okay. We wanted to say. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Miss Lady. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, once again, some more valid points going on. But uh, yeah, more valid points going on. Okay. So let me bring my man in, EC. I know he got some good stuff for me. He always does. All right. Welcome to the show, EC. What's going on, man? How you doing down there? Where you are? Hello. 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 Are you hello. There? Yeah, yeah, I'm there. Yeah. Hello? Okay. All yeah, right. I'm here. Talk yeah, to me. Yeah, listen, what the lady said, the last thing she said was was very true. It, uh, in Newark, New Jersey, uh, yesterday, they, they, they're doing all these electric, uh, the electric slide with, with the white cops and then stuff like that to try and bring peace. Listen, this is not a time for that. They had a time for that long time ago. You have a lot of people that died off of police brutality, and then now you want to come and try to talk about unity? No, there's no time for that. Tired of it. That's the difference between here and then with the Haiti, Haitian independence. They got tired of it. There's no protest. The only protest, they have to take it. They have to fight for it. Mm. They have to take it. I don't like... My, they have to fight that, for that, it? That, they have to fight for it. Yo, I had a friend of mine. I had a friend of mine, you know, was in Brooklyn. He's, yo, you could probably look him up. His name is Patrick Dorisman. He was an undercover mm-hmm. cop. He was on a couple of hanging out with his friend. 
another undercover cop didn't know that he was a cop and stuff like that. I think he had cocaine and stuff like that. He had no weapons. Shoot him. They shoot him dead. Wow. You understand? That's 20 years ago. 20 years ago. And, and, and it's still happening now. There's no time for no, no coonery shit. You understand? The only way, the only way that's going to be solved, they have to solve it. If they can't solve it, the, it has to be a cause that the, the visor will continue to go on. You have to give the killer, you have to give the killer the death penalty and any accomplices that he had. Any accomplices face 75, 75 to life in prison. Mm-hmm. For killing the unarmed. That's, num- that's number one. Number two, number two, right now, if they want to raise the property tax and stuff like that, this is how we as black men have to do. We have to get, we have to get conscious with what we have to do financially. You, you understand? You know the dollar's going to fall. You understand? Take your money. Take your mm-hmm. money. This, this silver, this gold. You understand? Invest into, a, in, into the, um, the British pound. The British pound is still up. It's more, more, more greater than the U.S. dollar. You understand? Stop buying some land. You understand? Stop going elsewhere. You understand? Start diversifying. Stop making communication. Africa, yeah, nobody want to go to Africa. They're not from there. I understand you're native. But stop making trade. That's what, that, that's what they did in, uh, in uh, Tosa, Oklahoma, 1921. They did, they, they took a little Africa, but they still made trade into Africa. You understand? Or the Caribbean. You understand? Start mm-hmm. doing that and stop, stop not, don't, let's not rely into the system. That's how they're going to try to break us, you know, and stuff like that. No, no, no. You understand? We don't, we don't have time for that. We don't have time for that. You know, we get this, this coonery. Let's make it, can we get, a, no, no, the, the, can we get along? We, we try to get along with you a long time ago, since 1993, 94, when, 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 when you want to continue getting along and get along. No, 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 no. That, that should stop. I told my mother, if I had something happen to me, something happened to me, mm-hmm. I walk outside and a, and, a, and a cop come and kill me for no reason. I told my mother and my parents, Make it a death penalty. Tell them I want death penalty, or the Haitians gonna raise up and 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 and, and destroy. This, no, not destroy businesses. We are gonna go to the white people and destroy them. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so you gonna go That's to the it. white people and destroy? Go 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 into the Caucasian people. That's how we did it before. We are gonna do it again. It's in our it's in our blood. That's it. Hmm. It's in our blood. That's it. Because it, it, how many times you gonna keep doing it? how many times you gonna keep doing it and then and then what what you're gonna come and say, All right, we're gonna come to a deal but they're gonna try to use a, a loophole. You know, close all the loopholes. They have to be that. They have to be that. Hmm. That's wow. that's all I have to that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. That's all you can say? So that's wait, that's all I, why can I ask you a question though? I mean, because mm-hmm. you, you gave some good examples of how to deal with it, but, you know, Miss Lady just got finished talking about coonery, then you say coonery, but where's the, the wanting to, to to come together and, and try and work, talk this thing out and get you know, the resolution? You know what? It's the, the resolu- no, and I gave you the resolution. The resolution is, the resolution is, if a racially induced cop, right? Uh-huh, right. Kills an unarmed citizen, an unarmed citizen, he shall get the death penalty and any accomplices to, to him have 75, 75 to, you know, to life imprisonment. 
it, it seems like Trump could just do um, how you do, like in, in a couple of seconds, uh, do executive order and 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 say uh, put a ban on uh, social media, but he could do that too. That's it. That 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 would, that would solve problems. That would solve problems. They, it gives the cops to think twice. It makes the cops to think mm. twice. Okay. It makes the cops to think twice. They, 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 there's no, there's, you know, that's, that, that's the way I'm going to come together. It's going to be fair. I didn't say, you know, you know if you're unarmed black, no. I say unarmed citizens, every, any citizen. It could be Puerto Rican, white, black, or whatever. Any racially induced, oh. you know, bigoted mm-hmm. cop that does that thing. Right. Right. You understand? Know and, and kill an unarmed, an unarmed citizen. And go straight to death penalty. No, no, no incidents on board. That's it. No incidents on board. That's it. Right there. Right there. What he did. Oh, third degree, no. In the country, anywhere in the country, straight death penalty. Death penalty. That's how you have to handle them. But but I I I have a question now. This is this is P. Ross. Um, Can we? Can we really expect that to happen in this country? Well, that's I mean, not my choice. This I has mean, been like this over years. Now. Yeah, we know. We know. The brutality has been going on for years. You know, yeah. this so what, is not the first. This is not the first man, black man, that's been brutally uh, murdered or innocently murdered by police officers. But what usually happens is. There's a payoff, there's an investigation, and they get off. That's it. This is the time. It. I mean, okay, you, you're... Okay. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Okay, that's it. You're saying that's it. But guess what? You leave any loopholes and, and, and give promises, it's going to continue to go ever and ever again. What we're going to Oh, and one day it's going to happen. Nobody have one day to have a right now. Trump is, is, is investigating what's going on in, in Mars. What do you think he's going to do? Keep, yo, keep that shit open until, uh, until yo, we find out what's all on Mars, and we're going to freaking nuke the whole place with, with a bunch of people and just go. Come on. We, we, we don't want that. Let's make it now. we make it now. Let's close it now. Retire. Yeah. Have you paid attention? Have you paid attention to what's going on aside from this or what's going on right, right now? Right now, China is doing with the Hong Kong with the Hong Kong situation that's going on parallel to what's going on in here. What's going on in here? You understand? They're doing that. They they probably the one that even put put the invisible hand to say start some shit. The four guys it was a white guy, is 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 a black guy, is an Asian guy, and is a Hispanic guy. Four of these officers. Mm-hmm. For the mm-hmm. officers, it might not even be it might not even be Trump. It might even be China seeing what's going on, and they they, they going through their their situation with Hong Kong. America has hands in that too. You understand? You never know. Yeah. They could have paid that. They could have paid that off to do to do this. So you just never know. We have to close the gap. We have to do yeah. it. I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not against with you, but we have to stand turf, tough with, with with them because it's been 400 years. It's been way before 400 years, and and they're still doing this. No, they have to be up something that that close the gap. Uh, but that and that and that's the question. That is the question that we're asking. What is it that can be done to close the gap? Because as we rise up, if the community rise up, 
you know, and, and, and it's us and them or whatever, which would be nothing more than actually another another civil war where a lot of innocent lives are still taken. And and them being the, the having the power that be, you know, of course they're gonna institute martial law. You know, right. that's what yeah, person that, said for one of the the communities. Now you're sending in military on your own people, on on, on civilians. You know, um, they were throwing um, 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 gas bombs at people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who who were protesting, and, and all these people had were signs. These people had signs and their voices. What kind of foolishness is that? See, so the so it, it it it's got to be uh there has to be a resolution there has to be and and until there's an equalization of power or an equalization of 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 a brute force my belief then this is what I think these types of things are going to continue matter of fact I believe that they never stop. These types of these types of things that they never stop. Look at all the people, black men, black women over the years, you know, over the decades disappeared. Nobody knows what happened to them. Bodies never been found. People been arrested. We don't know what happened to them. But now that there's iPhones and camera phones and the internet and Facebook and all of that, now we're we're being exposed to the truth of the matter. But that's only right. the partial truth. What about all those other lives that were lost all those years and years ago, unsolved black murders? Who's to say that that was a, a result, you know, of, of vigilante justice or bad cops? You know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. But the equalization of power, that's the thing. That's the, the okay, thing that okay, you know what? You're right on that. Okay, you're right on that. You're right on that with the equalization of power. And I focus on that when you said that because you know why my father used to tell me. I remember when I was in college, he used to tell me, "Yo, I had an argument with my pops and stuff like that." And he used to tell me, he was like, "Yo, one day, America's gonna fall inside out." You understand? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he's saying that he's saying that civil war is gonna creep up. Because of he seen he went to the he went to the discrimination. I'm facing the discrimination. You understand? He's seen that what's going on, but mm-hmm. he's saying that other countries are gonna come in to stop that mm-hmm. shit. You understand? They, they, that's the that's the that's the that's the equalization. You understand? This this mm-hmm. who's standing up now. China seeing all this shit. Russia seeing all that shit. They're waiting for America to fall to lose its point. This is the point right now. You never know what's going going on, but now these white folks are not powering it. They ain't, they won't be in power anymore. They have to give that up. Right. You understand? Right. Because the, the the world the world is the world is changing. They're already up to that game. So that's the that's that's the downfall. You, you know, it's crumbling. It's crumbling. That's the equalization. I, I agree. Hey, with Eric. You. Eric, could I ask hey. you a question? Yeah, go, ahead, go, ahead. go ahead, go ahead, go Let ahead. Let me ask yeah. you a question. Let me ask you a question, sir. And you talking about Haitians is going to do this rise up. Well, when Papa Doc was ruling Haiti, why come right. they didn't rise up against him? And it was the United States that had to come and help you out. Wait, Papa. Wait, Papa Doc. Papa Doc even want. Wait, matter of fact, 
Matter of fact, we didn't even want Papa Doc into on what but called you the United States. No, no, no. Listen. Listen. Okay? We're not going to come from the, the, the American... Well, you know who I'm talking about. I I, I get the yeah. Papa but I know you, know, you had a Papa. You had a Papa Doc there. I think he he's in Britain now, in England or someplace. No, 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 no. This is Baby Doc. Baby Doc. All right, died. then he Baby Doc. France. Yeah, he all right, was Baby Doc was when there. When you talk about Papa Doc, when you okay, talk about was Papa one Doc. of the docs. All right, okay, I was mistaken. I, I was okay, mistaken. No one of the docs. I'm with you. I'm they with you, was they was beating up on the Haitian population. Well, why didn't they rise up? Why didn't this militant group that's in the United States go back in and overthrow him? You talking about overthrowing the United oh, States? Oh, okay, now, good. Okay, hang good. on for a second. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right. All right. There is not going to be. You talking about outsiders coming? So what are the blacks going to do? Blacks have a, an investment in this country. I'm a United States citizen. They United States citizen. Now, you're talking about what's going to be happening to whites. Well, blacks ain't going to let people come into this country and disrupt things, and they got investments, they got property, they got money. You think that's going to happen just like that? No, listen, no. No, but listen, I'll tell you straight up. They, 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 don't, want, they, don't, want, they don't want things over here. Who is you know they? That? The outsiders, Russia. They don't want things what over there. What outsiders, sir? Any outsiders, any outsiders hit the shores of the United States as an invasion force, they're not just invading and going against white people. They're going against Americans, United States citizens, which includes blacks. Eric was part of a contingent, which is about 400,000 strong in the military. We're not going to let that happen just like that. Hey, you're not going. Okay, fine. You're not going to let that happen. Yeah. But what? What? What can? What? Right. What? What? What is it? They already got drones. They already got stuff like that. What are you going to do? Don't you know? Hide in a bunk and stuff like that. They already have Who's, that. But they, they, they're not looking for that. They're not looking for that. They want to get the white folks out. They don't care about. No, them. they're you not going. The well, wait a minute. Hang on. Wait, hang on. The white mm-hmm. folks are United States citizens. I <laughs> am a United States citizen. Eric and the lady there with him are United States citizens. I'm not okay. going to sit by and let people come from the outside and attack Eric or that lady there in the, in the, in the studio with him, if that's what it is. I'm not going to let them attack Americans or United States citizens who are white. Well, guess what? That's, 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 your, that's your problem. That's your problem. My thing is... No, I it's don't not my problem. It's my responsibility, my, my, but I, so, I hear you. So I'm not but, trying to holler at you or anything, but, you know... Right, I you know that's, that. That's, those are very good. Those are very good points, you know. And that's those are points that can be argued for a whole time. In fact, some people say, "Well, you know what? The revolution has the revolution has started." Well, maybe, maybe not. But you know it, that that that's a line that that is really, really thin. It, it really is. It's really thin because you know the same same individuals that are there as we see now that's supposed to protect you are the same ones that will turn on you you know when when the pressure hits uh, yeah i think it um but but well, i think you know, why we so forgiven why we so forgiven and also and 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 also you 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 have to look at it like like this 
you know, it very well may not even be because of what's going on in America. America has been in almost every country of the world, you know, killed and destroyed and, and, and bombed people. It may just be mm-hmm. at, at them taking advantage of the present climate, you know, and, and having the opportunity or looking at an opportunity for retaliatory responses. We've already known China launching missiles and, and, and stuff in this direction to see how far they can go. You know, we know yes, Russia sir. is underhanded and, and, you know, intelligence, you know, getting into our data systems and all of this, you know. So we know that these things are already happening. So that is quite a very real possibility, although it may not be because of the civil unrest that is going on here in the U.S. is just that they just got a hatred for the things that the sanctions, all of those things that have been done right. directly to their country, their citizens, and their the imperialism. The imperialism. Yes, yeah. the imperialism. Yeah. 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 That, that very right. well now, may on, be. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, y'all, because I got other people want to come in. But, all the, I mean, all of you are making very valid points. I mean, they really are. But uh, I want to get I some more, more uh, comments can I make say one thing? He's right Make because Susan Rice even came out and said that she wouldn't be surprised if Russia was behind a lot of the the, the uh, protests, the criminal acts, the instigators um, at all. And actually, they could be uh, um, trying to destroy and destabilize the city and the region. The mayor, the mm-hmm. mayor also said that white supremacists, out of state instigators, could be behind it. Susan Rice said she wouldn't be surprised if Russia was behind it. As well, so that's what I'm saying. You have to yeah. find out who is actually behind a lot of this. Well, you know, you know what though, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I can't argue with that because we do know there are outsiders that come in during these peaceful protests and and get a lot of stuff started. Who they're affiliated with, we'll never know. I mean, right now the administration saying where's well, Antifa because that's the only people they really want to put blame on right now because we know they don't want to go anywhere near Russia or, or you know blame anybody else. So, hey, it's up in the air. But let me bring my man EC in. He's been waiting patiently, and let's bring him in. Uh, I see you five before I get to you in a few. All right, EC, you have the floor, my brother. What's going on? How you doing, Mister Chop? Doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing good, and this is not EC. You were already <laughs> okay. talking to EC. Oh, okay. Um, well, hey, how, how are you, Miss Lady? Viewpoint. Yeah. How are you, Very well, thank All you. All right. Thank you. Good. Glad to hear that. You know, I was I've been listening for you know quite some time. I think that. You know, Piaki pretty much gave us the lay of the land in terms of the economic impact and how that whole thing kind of filters down. And I think Miss Lady gave us a very poignant view of who's benefiting from this. Not that we can actually answer the question, but it's the question that needs to be asked because... When we see the same behavior repeated over and over and over again, someone, something is benefiting from it. Now, to take it a step further, 
the brother EC when he was talking about, you know, drawing the correlation between Haiti and what they struggle with. I totally feel him on that and I understand it, but it's really different because Haiti's an island and Haiti was under French rule and they fought it and they drove them back. However, economically, they've suffered as a result of that from, from that point on. Right. They really haven't been able to recover from an economic standpoint. I'm not talking from about the French, from the from co- the French um from the French um right. from French, French occupation. Yeah, yeah. Right. But that so, loan, that loan. Yeah. And see, and and just to piggyback on what EC is talking about, you know, who is the French allies with? The U.S. Yes. So the U.S. has a hand in that. In the sense that Haiti hasn't been able to get back up on their feet economically and benefit from the fact that there, it's a tourist attraction. People love to come there. People love to vacation there. I'm sure there's plenty of people who got money, who have rental property there, who benefit greatly from it. Now, you know me, Mr. Talk. I come out of left field, so I'm about to throw a curveball at everybody. Mm. When we talk about these things and what's going on, first of all, I was we have we have a systemic problem mm-hmm. with a public municipality that's funded by the taxpayers. Number one, taxpayers. And I'm talking about all of us, not just, and, and really who I'm talking about is the white folks. They sat on their hands for way too long. Right. And allowed, and allowed this to go on. And see, because white people are the dominant culture in the United States, they are not looking at the world the way we do. They, they're so removed. Most white people are so removed that when they look at this stuff, they're just like, oh, well, these are isolated incidences. Because, you know, we get, the, we get the, the videos once every, and you see how they do it strategically. We they don't get experience one, the shock value that we have. I got you. Right. Go we, get, we get one and then two or three months, you don't hear about nothing. Then we get another. Then, you know, it goes from Trayvon Martin. It goes from hey, the brother hey. in Staten Island. It goes to the brother right. in Minneapolis that got shot in the car with his girlfriend driving and a four-year-old in the back. Mm-hmm. So when we see all of this stuff going on, we have to ask ourselves, okay, these police officers, and any time I hear a police officer say this, I always think to myself, why are you even doing this job? Well, I was in fear for my life. That's part of the job, dude. Right. Did you not get that memo? Every day you put on that uniform, every day you put on that badge, every day you put on that tool belt, 
with your nine double N, your taser, your baton, the shotgun, the 12 gauge that you got on the window. There's a reason why you have that. Because at any moment, your life's going to be in danger. So what part of the employment process did you miss that? So what we have to look at as people, because this is our problem now, and that's what they're basically telling us. This is your problem. You guys pay tax dollars for these people. You got to fix it. And collectively, Hmm. we don't know what to do because when we get these videos and we see these atrocities, it's just like, because I know when I saw the video, I didn't even think it was real when I saw it. I'm going to be honest. It It was so absurd to me. I was looking at it like, oh, man, they're just trying to mess with my mind. This can't be real. Then as, you know, time went on, the guy really died. You know, I'm mm-hmm. in the sports, and this was Steven Jackson's friend. For those that don't know, right. he played mm-hmm. for the San Antonio Spurs, Spurs the Golden, Golden State, State Warriors, and he got online talking about he had just mailed dude a box of clothes and the dude was getting his life together. And then that's when it became real to me because it was somebody that I identified with who knew the guy. But in the midst of this cloud and like EC was saying, Oh, civil war, that won't work. And here's why the United States has the most powerful military in the world. They can, They can mobilize troops like no other country within 24 hours anywhere on this planet. In the tens tens of thousands, they got ships, they got planes, they got tanks, they got missiles, they got atomic weapons, they got everything. And that's the United States' job now, is to police the world militarily. Their power is not economically. That's gone. That's over. Even though they tell us, mm-hmm. oh, well, we're the richest country in the world. And just like the sister was saying, and this lady was saying, uh, the unequal distribution of wealth that we have in this country, it's greater now. Mm-hmm than it's ever been in the history of time. So the question that we have to ask ourselves is, how do we change this systemic problem? How is it that we have police in different parts of the country who are engaging in the same activity, and then once they're brought into custody, then we get to see their whole rap sheet. This dude, Shovin, yes. S-C-H-A-U-V-I-N, the one that mm-hmm. did this to uh, Floyd. He wow. had stuff back from 2002, 2008, yep. 2012, mm-hmm. 2015. On what job 
can you do this type of egregious behavior and still keep your job? And we need to get rid of internal affairs in police departments Mm. because all internal (laughs) affairs is is cops, police, and cops. But uh, can I say something? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. I'm I'm good. Uh, I I thank you guys for giving me that time. No, listen, I understand what you're saying. Let's find a solution. Here's the thing. This like if something was to be done today, I have a I have no confidence that it's gonna be done the same way into 2023, 2024, in, in a few years. I just feel like there's nothing that's not even gonna take a change. You got to pass a law that's gonna give something like a fear to a white person to say, "Yo, freak it." You know, I got to think twice. It just doesn't, you know, affect me. It now affects everybody now. You understand? And well, that's and that's like, well, I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, but you know, I agree with you. That's why so I feel like a problem. Code, you know the problem. With, mm-hmm. Good. You know the problem. You know the problem with passing laws is one administration will pass something, then the other administration come in and get away, you do away with it, and then you right back at the same, the same part you were in in the beginning. So, yeah, I mean, it has to be universal law that, that can't be, be those. Uh, you know the uh, ultimate, but I have I, yeah the ultimate. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know another, but I got another. I got another person want to come in. Okay. I got another person want to come in here. So make it, make it fast. <clears throat> make it fast. Well, I'm gonna say it still goes back to those communities. Those are their employees, just like in Ferguson. Ferguson is about ready to dissolve. Uh, Jennings next to Ferguson, those people dissolve the whole in police department. That's not the federal government's responsibility until a certain thing begin to happen. And one other thing, Eric, I sent you about several newspaper articles where in just the month of April, you had three police officers shot, two killed by black men. And there's nothing heard about that. Nothing whatsoever. And one guy stood over the cop while he laid on the ground and repeatedly shot him. Now, what if that had not hit the news? Right. And the same thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's I what, Pianchi, here's, here's what begs to be asked. Why didn't it hit the news? Because it well, was you're absolutely right. Because it, it doesn't fit the narrative. It doesn't fit the narrative. And practically in St. Louis, the same thing warning. happened too. Who is it? Right. Warren uh, Houston? Because. Yeah, I don't know, but he's been waiting patiently, so let me get him in, all right? All right, Brother Warren, welcome to the show, man. Go ahead. You have the floor. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, glad glad to be allowed to be in. I just want to run through some points. I, uh, I, I don't give much credence to the Russia interference concept. We, we as African Americans don't need to look to Russia as the source of conflict in this country, uh, voter suppression, so on and so forth. This has been American as apple pie. And so that I'm very suspicious when the Russia thing is thrown up. If we look at the course of American history, we see that responses to police killings in black communities go way back on a big scale, at least since the 1940s, where Adam Clayton Powell even had written bills to address police brutality. Um, 
another point I want to bring about is I have a problem when the attorneys of the families who are, uh, you know, the people who have murdered their families, the attorneys don't protect them in the media. They allow them to talk, and then the their, their words are used against them when there's an attempt to exonerate the police officers or soften the, the crime that the police officers have committed. And uh, I think we need to be very careful uh, about that as well. Now, the third point I want to make is uh, it is very sickening and disgusting watching grown black men cry on TV. Uh, you didn't even see black people cry during the Civil Rights Movement. You didn't even see the children in Birmingham marching in Kelly Ingram Park being hosed and dug with dog them. You didn't see them crying. But this effeminate image of black men being weak and wanting a hug from a white male is very disturbing of an image that's that's being promoted. And the final right. thing is, the, the, the final thing we must address that everybody's missing the point is you have a culture of police where a police officer feels they can do anything they want to because their colleagues will not rat them out. And if you rat a police officer out, you are the enemy. That is all too pervasive in police departments. And we, we don't have to go into the numerous instances that that happens and take place. And until that's addressed, you're gonna, we're going to be talking again about the next police killing of a black person in a, in a reaction that it has there. And I want to address this thing about police officers getting killed. When police officers are killed, they have the force of the whole government behind them. And the person who kills them is the law is executed to the full extent. So it's not the same when a black person is extrajudicially killed by law enforcement. The police is not even uh, considered a suspect. You have to have a protest and an outcry for them to get arrested. So the two are not morally equivalent or on a power level, they're not equivalent. Right. right. It should be, it should and be equivalent Trump, one way or the other. I did, I did address what the brother said when I said they need to get rid of internal affairs. Stop having police officers police police officers when there's egregious behavior that is documented and filmed. We did talk about that, brother. And the fraternal order of police, which is the enemy of the people. The police unions are the most dangerous union, not the teachers' unions. Correct. Well, the teachers' unions is bad, too. The NEA and the American Federation of Teachers is really bad when it comes to black uh, communities. People in black communities wanted to have anonymous sources in order to educate their children. Unions, you can't do away with unions. Unions have a right to exist. We got black uh, police unions. The Ethical Society in St. Louis is black, and you got the other one that's for whites. Which the fraternal order police protects. The fraternal order police, the white union, protects white cops who murder black people for fun, knowing they'll get away with it in the protection of the law. Well, the ethical society in St. Louis protects the black cops also, like like Charles Hubbard, who stuck a gun in a black man's mouth and pulled the trigger. S and Pianchi, Pianchi, that the same as goes on nationally, not just in Missouri. This I can only talk on about everywhere. where I am. 
No, you can I talk can about you can talk about, about what's where going on everywhere. You can talk about what's going on everywhere because it's the same thing. But it's we can talk about it. It's we can Cleveland. talk about it. But we have it's no. New I have York. no controls about it's, Minneapolis. Well, I don't my, live my there. I can't is, tell them to do one thing or the other. Think my, about it. My point is, my point is this: it happens in Florida. It happens in Georgia. It happens in New York. It happens in Oakland. It happens in San Francisco. It happens in Missouri. How many times do we have to see the same thing happening in different locations before we realize this is a procedure that's being employed all over the country. It's well, the same thing. I can thing. tell you, I tell you, why don't they show cities like Jennings, Wellston, Moline Acres dissolving their police department because it was not conducive for the people that's paying their salary? That And you already talked about that. It's because of the well, tax. Well, okay. But, but let, let it's not getting old. Hold on, hold on, y'all. Hold on, hold on. Let me put this question out there. And um, here's the question. With all the protesting going on, okay, we didn't move past the warranty. But with the, the initial thing was protesting of the murder of George Floyd and by the, uh, you know, police brutality, basically, okay? So here's the question. All this rioting is going on, right, and yelling Justice, no peace, no justice, no peace, so forth and so on, the little slogans they have. But here's the question. What do they want, what do we want as the final solution to all this protesting? What do we really want? I mean, come on now, because we went through this with Well, well could I, could I answer slogan, that? Same thing. So what do could, we could, really could, want? Could New Orleans answer that? Sure. I yeah, different people want different things. Now, you know, when you go back to the civil rights movement, everybody that was in those marches and protesters wasn't looking for the same thing. For example, I might have been marching armed, locked with you, with the dogs on us, but I might have been marching because I wanted the right to marry a white woman. You might have been marching because you mm. wanted to move in a white neighborhood. So it's going to mean different things for different mm. people. So I don't think we have no... Uh, consensus on what we want as a result of these 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 marches and, and riots, now, you know. Now, now see, some people perfectly fine. But that isn't that the point, though. Shouldn't you? Shouldn't there be some unity as to what you want? Shouldn't I mean? Yeah, yeah, it should be. It should be, but but you know, we look at different individuals involved. Then you know, my what I want can't. Now we all say we want justice. For George Floyd, whatever that means, and I guess it means we want the police officers arrested, tried, and convicted. That might be the base level thing, but I don't see us engaging for us. I still think the issue, if I was interviewed on television, if I was contracted with CNN, Fox News, and MSNBC, I would harp on one thing. Investigate police culture. 
investigate the connection between investigate the connection between neo-Nazi culture and skinhead culture and police departments and investigate black cops being afraid of white officers and black rank and black police chiefs being intimidated by the brotherhood of white police officers on these forces. There you go. But but that has already been done. You have had those reports come out from the... Hold on, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, the FBI made the report. Under under the Obama administration, that had been done. It has. And when the Trump administration came in, they cut that force in half like he did everything else. And, of of course, he had um, sessions, you know, uh, go back and change some things. And, you know, to, to give the police department more power once again and more accessibility to military equipment, you know, that's being sold, you know, at wholesale to police department. So that has been done. And like I said before, the problem with that is what? One administration said, yes, this is what we're going to do. Next administration comes and say, nope, that's too much. We don't want to happen. So what's next? Because that has been done. That's why. Okay. Yeah, remember Bill, uh, Eric, why, uh, Bill Clinton hired a hundred thousand police officers. Hold on, hold on. That's I why can, I can answer that question, example, Mr. Trump. Hold on, hold on. That's why Pianki gave the, the example of Ferguson and what the Jennings Police Departments. Um, Jennings, Wellston, right. and Wellston. You know, I've, 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 I've been to Wellston. Yeah, because of those <laughs> those type of investigations that have you know that <laughs> were done. So now, uh, what's next? Go ahead, um, 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 on it. <laughs> yeah, ahead, yeah. What, what, what I was going to say is, is that as a public, as the general public, we have to understand that our police departments across the country have become a paramilitary operation. They are no longer police. They and this is this has been going on for a good twenty, thirty years. That whole serve and protect and all of that out the window. That's out the window. They this is these people are paramilitary. Exactly. They're not police. They are mm-hmm. operating under a milita- a militaristic vein, meaning once they get involved in a confrontation, the degree of the confrontation doesn't matter. They are exacting the ultimate violence in regards to that. Even when you look at that video of that guy, uh, George Floyd. I'm sorry, I didn't even say that guy. George Floyd. The dude is on his stomach. Yep. His hands are behind his back. He's yep. handcuffed. Now, mm-hmm. any logical person knows if you're in that position, you can't get up. Yeah. At all. You At have all. no leverage. You don't have, you can't even if you try to roll over, you can't mm-hmm. even establish enough momentum to get right. through your shoulder blade. So at that point, he's completely subdued. Hmm. 
So you know something else that's a solution is what? Hold on. The federal the federal act that was passed that gives police certain immunity across the that holds that job. You know, if you kill a police officer, you're facing a federal crime and also a state crime. But there is right. an immunity that was passed some years ago. They uh, an act that was passed years ago that gives them an immunity to certain prosecution. Now that should be removed. Agree. <laughs> and that's part of the problem. And that's why I say that's why I say your police departments are operating under military laws. And not, you know another not thing civilians. Not civilians. Yeah. Another thing, maybe there should be some uh task forces that go around to different municipalities and have public meetings and explain to the public that that's your police department, your employees, you are the employer. You dictate to them, write rules, regulations, and procedures on how you want them to act. You say you I was agree. in Wellston. West of Wellston, there's a, a municipality called St. Anne. If you come through St. Anne speeding and you don't stop, they would chase you clean to China. That's the way they operate. But in other municipalities like Normandy, which is outside of Wilson, they say no high-speed chases. So that's because that's what the people said they wanted on these commissions, and they put it into effect. And for people who don't know, Wilson is is rough. (laughs) Wilson is... When I say rough, I'm from East Oakland. When I went to, I think I went to Wellston in 90, ooh, the early 90s. Man, I had never seen anything like that in my life. You got Wellston, you got Pine Line, if whites, a, white, a car of whites, uh, uh, males come through Pine Line, they're going to stop the car. They're going to make them get out and sit on the, on the curb, and they're going to ransack the car. When they get through yeah, ramp well, in the car, if they don't find what they want and stuff laying on the floor, they're going to say, okay, y'all can go. So okay. I've seen both so, of them. Okay. So, the, I mean, that example you gave right there, um, Pianchi, isn't that like profiling, basically? If you come in and ride through town and you're, 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 uh, you're right. not known. If you, if you white in an all-black town, like uh, Pine Line, they're going to stop you. Mm-hmm. Guess what? In Barrington Downs, which is north and west of Ferguson, that's a black community majority. I mean, the average house is about three fifty up to seven hundred thousand dollars. If you and I wow. go driving through that town, the police gonna stop mm-hmm. us too. <laughs> oh, okay. I got a, I got, so, a, it, I, I got, a, I got, a, I got a question for for Pianchi. Um, because I, I heard his comment ahead. about the um, setting up the task force of someone going around to the different communities and and explaining to the citizens their rights and stuff. But then that goes back to the economic part of that. Who's going to pay for that? And then on the other hand, who's going to really voluntarily do that? Who is knowledgeable enough to 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 do that? Because you're talking about a, a, a lot of a, a lot of municipalities. Well, that could be a start. Well, wait, wait. Well, it's not that it's not saying it's a lot because some municipalities want tough policing. And I give you another mm-hmm. example: Ferguson. 
when blacks left the city of St. Louis back in the 70s, uh, fleeing crime, crime in Walnut mm-hmm. Park, DeVille, where mm-hmm. some of the high school is, where Tina Turner went, uh, O'Fallon, uh, Penrose Park, they went out to the outskirts of St. Louis City proper, which one was Ferguson. Blacks mm-hmm. lived in Ferguson, had nice homes and everything. But here's the thing. That police department and that mayor existed there for a long time. The 70% of blacks in that community could have changed that any time they wanted to, but they didn't. Why? Because the tough police was protecting their interests. Another thing, mayor knows who was mayor before Mike Brown, through Mike Brown, and guess what? August of 2018, the blacks re-elected him. Mike Brown's mother, Leslie McFadden, ran for city council. They did not elect her. So the people are apparently doing what they want. They got what they want. Hmm. Can I I piggyback on that? Because I want to answer the sister's question in regards to Pianchi. And I think Pianchi brought up a good point is that as black people, and I'm and I'm being general, so I'm not saying anybody on the show right now does this. <laughs> we get caught up. Okay. <laughs> we we get caught up in the presidential election. That's right. not where that's not where our power is. Exactly. We're, we exactly. we're not we the and what the and this is white people too. What they don't understand is, on a federal level, you ain't choosing nothing. Right. You ain't choosing no president. You ain't choosing no federal laws. They ain't asking you to vote on no federal laws. And Pianchi says this all the time, and I give him credit for this. Because this is, as especially as black people, this is what we miss. When you have your state and local elections, mm-hmm. that's where your power where is. Yeah. Yeah. That's where your vote counts. Exactly. Because now, the vote that you're making on the local level where you live, whether that's St. Louis, whether it's Ferguson, whether it's Wellston, like he said, 70% of the population is black. The homes are Three hundred and fifty to five hundred thousand dollars. If they're not mm-hmm. voting on who the police chief is going to be, who the sheriff is going to be, you know, the municipalities that are right there. If they're not but, voting on that, and they're just but, but caught up in, okay, who do I need to vote for president? They missing the vote. Right. But let me see this. This is New Orleans speaking. One of the things we don't, one of the things we don't deal with when you have these little municipalities or, or large large metropolitan areas, the the people who are elected deal with the chamber of commerce, and the chamber of commerce are always these rich white guys with businesses and corporations in the community who, you know, pay the large tax base, quote unquote. And so one of the problems is the interests of African-Americans in many cases is not the same interest as the local white business people because the local white business people never really, 
you know, they don't care about the interests of the people that live in the town. It's all about them. And right here in New Orleans, where I am, you have over 95% of the schools are charter schools. You don't, you elect your school board doesn't run anything. And the different charter school boards are corrupt. When you had one school board, you can watch the one school board. You got over 40, 50 different school boards doing what they want with money. And the kids are not improving on test scores or anything else. So you have a new way. You have a new way that's been created to take federal and state money by the same wealthy elite people who call all the shots, the privatization Mm. of public infrastructure. That's true. But, but. That's that's where your vote counts. How many black people, when they go to the polls, are voting on those local initiatives? Let me give you an example. Okay, we're going to institute an initiative where we get charter schools that are publicly funded. However, your child is going to be educated as if they're in a private environment. How many of of us are actually reading that and understanding how this can go? Because when that comes up on the ballot, if you're not voting on that, you're missing out. And then all of a sudden, like you just said, my brother, like you just said, the white interest groups that have the money, they know this already. They know we're not going to vote on the local stuff in your county, in your neighborhood. Joe Schmo's running for sheriff. You don't even know his record. Oh, okay. Well, I ain't even got to worry about that. That's Who's another running thing for president? about the sheriff. Sheriff's have, sure have more power than police departments. You know that, don't you? Exactly. That's why sheriffs that are elected. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Sheriffs told uh, one state governor that they were not going to enforce no lockdown because it's violating these citizens' bill of rights. Right. Yeah, Sh- I, remember. Sheriffs, I remember. Sheriffs supersede your, muni- mm-hmm. your municipal police department. Right. They're higher than that. They're higher yeah. than that. So when you're not voting on a sheriff, and and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, sister. Go ahead. I didn't mean to. (laughs) I wanted to uh, comment on one of the things that you were saying about the voting. Another problem in in our community with not voting locally and even voting locally is that when you show up to the ballots, when you show up to the voting booths to vote, they've already got a printed list of who to vote for according to whatever party, usually the Democratic Party. And I'm I'm sorry to say this, but I've seen it happen, and this is true. A lot of people, they just get that ballot, they get that that sample ballot, and they go in there and they vote exactly what's on that ballot. They fail to see what's going on. They fail to do, you know, to go and see the record or any of that. They just go and vote right. strictly for that. And that's why they, and, and a lot of times, that's why things don't change. That's why the status quo right. remains. 
You know, so right, we just have to right. about educating ourselves. You know, and instead of falling in line with what somebody else is dictating to you. That's and the thing. When we're when we're in that voting booth, we don't take the time to read. Exactly. Well, what the, it should have been done the before they got to the vote talking booth. about. But, but let me it. say this. Let me say this about voting. By the time we just show up at the polls to vote, we too late. And what do I mean by that? We are not talking about creating your own candidates and funding your candidates with your money. Because nine times out of ten, the people you're voting for are already part of some other people's pack that give them money. And so we're not we're not even discussing we're not even discussing in in among African Americans how to create your own candidate that you give money to. He owes no allegiance but to your pack, and if he doesn't, he's gone. We just go vote and talk about reading this and that. Well, that's too late by that time because you don't know who uh, you know James Blow who gave him money. You know Curtis Blow, who gave him money, and you, and you know it's, it's just we just we too late with that. Well, that's that's a systemic problem, and you just exactly. you just gave the answer. You just gave wow. the answer to the problem. Exactly. That's what we. That's what we have to do. So basically, yeah. the problem is not no one single thing. This problem is tantamount. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. All right, y'all hold, y'all hold on for a minute. All right, we got about 12 minutes left, and we're going over time. I'm telling y'all now, we're going over time. It's probably too good to stop it at the regular time. So we're taking it over. So if you're not in, in um, on the switchboard, you need to get here, 347-838-8622. We're taking it over, and, hey, we see how far we can go with it. But before we go any further, let me bring the one, the only Maze into the conversation. This should be fun. Oh, right, Maze. My, that's my girl. girl. I have that's something to talk. That's my girl. Say. Now, they have two ballots. <laughs> they have a Republican ballot and they got a Democrat ballot. And it's the same way on both of them to tell you how to go vote and who to go vote for. So neither one of them is, uh, are no different. You got the Congress people sitting up there telling you they got, with the Democrats, sitting up there telling you they got bills to make changes, but it won't be brought to the floor by a Democrat. Just like I used to say about Harry Reid, I'm saying, like, the Republicans sitting over there with bills, so are the Democrats. So I don't know what's wrong when you need, if you vote for in your uh, in your neighborhood you live in, they're going to move you from one place to another. One minute you're in one district, and the next year you're in another one. Even if you're raising hell with the person that's supposed to be representing you. There's no representative for nobody. So then, when we and uh, so I when I hear that, it just blows me up because I we just you just mixed up. Neither side is for you. You just haven't figured that out. But you need to teach check the person that you're gonna vote for. Check them out and see what you vote for and what are they doing and what they're gonna do for you. And if they ain't doing this, you need to stay on their back and make sure that it gets done. You in the whole neighborhood, not one person by themselves. That's how that go from the school district to the church district to all of the districts that you live in. So that's the difference when people uh, are in the holler about being a Republican or a Democrat. Hey, that's why I don't believe them. Hey, excuse me. Uh-huh. Hey, I love yes. you. I love you, Mays, but can you, can you slow can you slow down a little bit? Oh, as I was saying, these parties, <laughs> okay, these parties, neither one of the parties are for you. You haven't figured that one out yet, and it's very simple. 
And if you're going to oh, vote, yeah, you know. you get, and the person that you vote for, you need to stay on their back. You and the whole community stay on their back. Not one or two people, the whole community. And then when you get gerrymandered into another district, what do you do then? You don't even know who you don't put in place. And some of them you didn't even put in place. So we need to cut that one. When we say the Democrats uh, give you a ballot, the Republicans give you a ballot, so they tell you who to vote for. Don't they? Or am I wrong? I love well, you, you, you got some bad points, too, because it you know does you work. Gonna say, you love Trump, so you ain't telling me about no points that I got. I ain't even talking. I'm you talking local. Trump, was not, Trump does not represent, and I voted local. We, had, we voted for Freeman. I heard you talking. Let me finish. Local is different. Some people that are doing good for their community, they end up missing or they end up dead or end up in jail. Just because they're doing right. And that is a fact. So and you're gonna tell me about local folks. So some local, some of them, some of them are so poor. The, 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 who got to take care of them? And what? Is, uh, be, no. be, care, be careful, Piaki, because you know Maze. She she a terrorist. Is she done? I can't hear her no more. She's probably on Obama phone. What? <laughs> oh, see, now you getting this started. All right, Maze, you're breaking up. That sounds like you're running out of minutes. I love Maze. I love Maze. Maze is real. All right. All right. I can't hear. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But what I was going to say is that uh, the first black mayor of the city of St. Louis was Freeman Bosley. And some contractors sat down with him when he was running, and they told him, what we want when he gets elected. When he got elected, he delivered. Vervis Jones, when he got elected, he delivered. So it does work. <clears throat> you got good Democrats, and, and I can tell you about Stanley, uh, Jamila Nasheed, uh, Yafet Alaman, uh, they, uh, I, I went to Jeff City and testified for uh, Jamila Nasheed when they were trying to implement body cameras for the police. Uh, I went and they uh, propose uh, school choice measures uh, for us. I love school choice, especially school choice with vouchers. There's nothing wrong with charter schools, but the people that form the charter schools, which is the committee of the people themselves, they supposed to make sure that that is operating the way they intended it to. Now, can I say something? When you said Jeff City, did you mean Jefferson? Missouri? Jeff, Jefferson, Missouri. That's where the city. That's where the uh, okay. state legislature convenes. Yeah. Okay. Can I say? Okay. Can I say something about charter schools? No charter schools, no different private schools because they all got money and they get money from Fed too. So uh, I'm glad they're not having school and the kids are learning more at home than they are in the classroom. And I hope it starts from where they can stay home and learn from the class because they're not learning anything in the classroom in these The private school, public school, or the charter school. I said, that's I, where I know it's how going, that's, that's all where it's transitioning. Yeah. Every, everything like is transitioning. What people need to understand about what's going on, everything is transitioning to at home. Yeah. Work, education, everything. So you, you better get your computer equipment up because you can order groceries from home. You can get McDonald's from home. Now, they, they started, when this pandemic broke out, COVID-19, they were giving away computers to students, giving them away, so that now they can 
work from home. That's where we are with this. So we have to we have to look at the big picture while we're looking at all the specific stuff that's going on because basically what they're doing is they're transitioning our culture and our society into a whole new realm of well, you know, at home work. You know what? Can I just say one thing? You may not want to go to too many McDonald's because there was one near where I live and a whole bunch of them came up with COVID. They're suing right now because they asked about protective equipment. Some have symptoms. They told them they had to come to work. And so there were quite a few that have been tested positive and some are sick. So all this eating out, it might be better to cook your own food. Well, yeah, the people that are making the meat or doing the meat got it too. When you get it, so it's all in well, there. Well, you know, there's there's been a discussion that um, there should be more that there should be there should be more going on as a response from the White House to make these um, demonstrations and stuff like that. Do you agree? Or do you think it should stay just like it is? That's just supposed, keep it's mouth. left up to the what state, think about Eric. That? It's not left up to state the state. Of, uh, no, it's not. Because the well, wanna, didn't oh. open, they didn't open up their own churches. He said he was going to do it. So that means he done took over the state to tell them what to do. That's so how the can state's it be the state responsibility. Governor? It's supposed to be. Well, I want to say that the uh, operates. I want to say that the, uh, the, the the current president doesn't have the moral uh, qualifications to issue a unifying statement to the nation. Uh, he doesn't want to run away his base, which are the hardcore white nationalists in the heartland of America. He doesn't want to come to be critical with law enforcement because anything he says mm-hmm. against law enforcement, some of his base are going to run away. He can't show any compassion to black people. At all. Well, I disagree with that. How is Bill Edwards you know, doing in Louisiana? Very fine governor. Very fine governor. How about very the mayor in, how about the the mayor, how about the mayor in New Orleans that should have counseled the uh, Mardi Gras because of all the well, people? Why come they didn't? Why come, why they, come they, they, didn't they, had not, they, they did not have the information urgent coming from the federal government, from the president. They did not have a sense of urgency that come down from the White House, the president who said it was a hoax, and everything else. <laughs> and still, and still it's the up to the governor. Do you think that Bill Edwards is doing a, job, a good job by uh, closing down everything in Louisiana? And, that, and that's then, why our cases that's why our cases were going down. That's why I, I, we was one of the states that doing very well on this issue. The, the, yeah, the your states, cases the Republican uh, government, the Repu- inflated. They inflated it because in New Orleans you got two hundred sixty three thousand blacks, and then Ooh. they were saying that blacks make up seventy percent of the deaths. Well, if you took all the deaths in the state of Louisiana at the time that report was made, which was about 400 and something, and said that all these deaths in the whole state represent the deaths 
in New Orleans where blacks make up 200 and what, 63,000? That's less than 0.0002%. Uh, Can I say something? Yes. Can I say something about New Orleans? They were already dying in New Orleans before the corona came along. They were fine because it was diluted air, water, and everything else. They were having cancer. It was the highest cancer rate. That, that, that was that that's 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 so, outside of New Orleans, ma'am. That's, that's outside not of New Orleans. Orleans. Well, it, that's about twenty-five miles outside of New Orleans. Orleans. It's still close. Yeah, on the river. So Those are so people on the river. They live on the river. Same water. They get the same yeah. water. So we, they don't bring that into account. So they don't have a conversation about those things hmm. going on. Yeah, so with this president we have, this president, that's what I'm saying. He you, won't wear a mask. And, and, and whatever that Dr. Fuji or Fuji or whatever his name, we'll never be able Fauci. to shake hands. But you put him on the golf course shaking hands and talking and riding on the cart, so everybody else can't do. So yeah. go and explain that to me, PR. Well, here's the thing. The water in New Orleans is on the Mississippi River, which is flowing. You cannot pause in flowing water. Yes, you can. Let's put some in the cup and let you drink and let it flow and see if you're going to And I was really really impressed about the showing when LSU played uh, Alabama in the warm reception that our president got. Man, also at the national But anyway. We wish you would give a reception of what's going on now. It's saying opening up the churches. Let, let me ask you a question. Who is P- let me ask you a question. Who is Pianchi on here? Who is Pianchi? What do you mean? Who's the one being called Pianchi? The guy in Missouri? That's me. Okay, you, you okay. All right. I just want to make sure no, I have a I live, No, I'm a no, I got I got credentials for Louisiana concealed carry driver's license. He had a grandson that went to school there so he needed to get citizen or things he still goes to school uh, in LSU. State, so that's why he okay. went over there and instead of keeping him in the state he was in. So all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, all right, all right, <laughs> hold on, y'all. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Well, maybe he hit that mute button. All right. All right, maybe. Okay. You know I hit the mute button, I stop it. All right, so for some reason, we got off the original question that I asked. Because Pianchi, yeah, Pianchi, Pianchi changed the subject from Trump. Yeah, Pianchi changed the subject from Trump. Well, she changed the water. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so here it is. Here it is. Listen, 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 listen. Okay. So, New Orleans say yes. We should, he should go out there and say something to kind of calm the, the nation down and that didn't happen. Does anybody else disagree with that or do, do or some of y'all disagreeing with that? That is question. And keep it there. Don't don't take it to the left or to the right. Well, right there. In, All right? in, in Louisiana, in Louisiana, people are disregarding a wearing mask. You go on your Walmart, you may have maybe two out of ten or maybe three out of ten that's wearing masks. The majority of uh, Louisiana, they've gotten over this. They've seen how they was uh, food, bamboozle. If if they're trying to make people wear a mask now and continue to wear a mask, why come that wasn't required in the beginning? Pianchi, you you're not staying on the subject. The man asked about the president. You're not staying on the okay, subject. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Stop. 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 Louisiana. I'm talking about the president. All right. Oh, is he doing a good I mean, job? You know I'm going to say that. He's doing a good job. I'm talking about that. 
Yeah, he's doing a pretty good job. Now, uh, make it up. Uh, what he can do, he can't. Go on to school I can't hear you, Eric. Oh, wait a minute. People are talking over you. Okay, look. What are the citizens supposed to do if they see your so-called president not wearing a mask? You you acting like they're doing something wrong. The president is up all the time with no mask on because he don't want the press to see him. Well, you got a lot of people that don't I wear masks, really, Eric. Mask is an option. It's, it's not necessary to virus. And the human genome has been... Ex- so, I can't hear you, that's Eric. That's you, but you just, but wait, hold up, hold up. You just, no, you can hear me. You can hear me. You just use oh, that as a way. You just didn't want. You just use that as a as a crutch against the people in, in Louisiana. But either way, back to what we're talking about. Well, I don't understand you. I don't understand that point you made. I'm down here in Louisiana right now. Mm-hmm. But don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it. it. Went over your head for a change. Okay. But should Donald Trump get up there and make a statement to the nation about these demonstrations that's going on? Or should he just leave it to, as he said earlier today, the government to to go ahead and squash it and take control of their streets, as he said earlier? No, today. I tell you what. what I think, and just leave it I like think that. it should be investigated. I think it should be investigated at a federal level. Uh, these organizations, like we forementioned it early on, like Antifa and so on, should be classified as a terrorist organization for what they're doing. What about the white supremacist groups? Who is Antifa? They got a headquarters or something? But it's just that, that the Trump lovers love the Antifa, hate the Antifa people what happened in Carolina. So they're going to get rid of Antifa. But who are they? That's not that's not uh, creating anything. I don't know who I mean. they got a headquarters. You know, we know what a clan headquarters. We know the gun rights. Right, you're not a central. Right, you're not a centralized group. They're not a centralized group with a leader. That's the name that they put out right. to make them happy. But well, he ain't gonna do it anyway. He's just talking because he can't do it. It's, it, it's not lawful for him right. to do. And those people that thinking he can do something, I'm gonna wait. But now, as far as solutions, so, Eric, I think that uh, oh, no, we are the president. We seen some. Uh, well, it's almost four. You've been on. I guess you're gonna probably be popping off here pretty soon. And let everybody give their points on solutions. But uh, I've seen some instances where the people of neighborhoods have came out in force in order to stop those invading outside uh, groups from coming in destroying their community. That's a good thing. More of that needs to be shown on the news. They not only show what people are doing. But also, it would give people an assertion of what they should be doing and could be doing. Those are your neighborhoods, now, they turn down. Because once they turn down, we talked about the economic impact that's going to exist for a long time. You've seen it in places like Detroit. You've seen it in places like the part of D.C. and Philadelphia. Now, Pianchi, did you, yeah, Pianchi, did you say that uh, uh, George Floyd resisted arrest and he had not resisted when he did I didn't. I, we were not talking about George Floyd. I think what happened to George Floyd was tragic. But well, you had mentioned something about he resisted arrest. He was re- if he had not well, been yes, resisted. When, he first, he, when they pulled him out of the, according to the video, when they first pulled him out of the car and they wanted to handcuff him, he did resist. But uh, that's not the the point. The man is dead, and I'm sorry. Like his fiance, uh, he wouldn't. She said he would not want people to be hating. You're right. 
Really After all, she, he was going to marry her. But we are talking about the president. We're not talking about Floyd. We're talking about what this man is doing and Bianca trying to get away because he dropped too many of his photos. And he I didn't know he was running anything. He, he didn't know he was trying to face the fact that he, well, he said he's a, a, a businessman and the business and look at the stock market and look at everything and all the people that lost their money. What the businessman did, just like I told you, everything he touches turned bankrupt to him. Well, and the country is right at that point. People making money on the stock market. Yeah, right. Well, they okay. made money and they lost money. All right. So here's okay. You're done, me. Uh, his 401k. Okay. Earlier, earlier today, this is what this is what this is what the president told um, the governor. He told them mm-hmm. to dominate and take back your streets. You know. Mm-hmm. He also said told local leaders on the call that castigating them. He called my week. And basically what he says he activating the National Guard. He's sending the National Guard in with General Tilly in charge. Um uh-huh. interesting. That that is interesting. Do you think that's gonna solve the problem or is it gonna exacerbate it a little bit? Well, that's what the that's what I mean, the uh, governor should be doing with the <laughs> National Guard. Uh regaining control really. Some of the problem is to talk. The reason being, because you got these policemen that has been harassing people, and they still harassing people. So if you send the military people in, they won't be harassing because they have been trained to not do this to people. That would be the difference. Just like you saw in New Orleans that he wants to talk about all the time. Until that man came in there, they were mistreating those people, and when he came in, what he made them respect them, because those military people those coming from some of the same neighborhoods that they got to stand in front of the people. That's what the difference is. But those cops. The reason why those cops. That we're looking at, and the reason why these people are marching is because those cops have committed, have got all mm-hmm. kind of crimes. They've been fired, hired somewhere else. They shouldn't be able to, to be a cop nowhere on this planet. Nobody you're right. They should be fired, and uh, to teach the other ones a lesson where you don't get harassed. The PR ain't going to talk about the people that get harassed and then keep, get, get harmed or beat up. But they were harassed and embarrassed mm-hmm. in front of the kids and all kind of different stuff. But that part he don't want to have a discussion about. And so your president that's sitting up mm-hmm. there in the White House that was in the bunker last night, if he was so bad, why wouldn't he standing up talking? Well, president don't have nothing to do with your local police department. That's your responsibility. That was on his door last night. And he was saying how many young people on the front line. And then he got another group on his line. But all them front people, what is them people that are on that front line moved over and letting them people come through there? Like he thinks he says. That's the, the president. That's, that's the local yeah. community's responsibility to handle their employees. Nothing that, like nothing I that gave you an example of. Even Ferguson done that. Yeah, anybody, that's his responsibility to come nowhere except to threaten people if you don't do what he wants. And that's exactly what he do to them governors. I ain't going to give you no money. I ain't going to do governors this. Governors don't do have to listen to the president. <laughs> and nobody else either. And that's another problem, <laughs> too, Eric, is home. that citizens don't know the hierarchy <laughs> know of things it's in the nation. <laughs> but why is he the president? What is he there for? Well, you know what? I think I'm not, you know what? I'm not going to argue with you on that. I'm not because you are right. However, sometimes. Sometimes, I, I, well, often, I don't think the president knows the hierarchy either. I don't know. I don't think yeah, he knows the mechanics of some of the statements he's made. So I guess it falls in, it equals out one way or the other. Yeah, look at Katrina. Uh, Bush couldn't send the, uh, send the troop, uh, send Honore into uh, Katrina until that governor asked for him to send, uh, asked for his help. But, Mr. South, how do you sort of tell a 
citizens that the Democrat, just the Democrat area, they suffering with these problems. What are the Republicans at problems? What are they suffering with? Same thing. Well, these are not no Democrat or Republican. This is America. Yes, it is because that's all you hear about. about. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be America's problem, but it's not. It's uh, because he's so busy worried about China. All right. So hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute, Mace. Wait a minute, Mace. Mace, hold on. You know, because you get to talking real fast and people don't understand oh. you, but I'm going to break it down for what you what you just said, and I was about to say the same thing. See, Pianchi said it. It shouldn't be a, a, a Republican or Democrat thing. It should be an American thing. Now, that was Pianchi just said, y'all. Yes. Uh-huh. Now, Pianchi is a diehard strong support. There's no doubt about it. Now, however, his habit doesn't seem like that. His habit seems that me against you type of thing. In other words, if you don't do what I'm saying, then I'm going to do this to you. Just that simple. You know, so, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's just the way his base is. But Pianchi, I'll tell you right now, there's no way he's not going to vote for him come November. Ain't that right, Pianchi? Yeah, he lived up to what he said he was going to do. As a matter of fact, uh, the yeah, incident, the event with SpaceX the other day is an example of how he brought back. Uh, America's uh, space program. No, I didn't. You had you had the launch rockets were private and U.S. businesses. Mm-hmm. Really, really. Yeah, it was. You know that yourself. That's that's what I'm gonna go with. You know, you know, you know that that started. Oh, you know that started like ten, twelve years ago, right? Thank you. What? <laughs> But well, okay. no, it was we stopped. Gonna, we gonna give the yeah, okay. It's a political point. Yeah, it was stopped, right, so, and he brought so, it so, back. So, okay. Okay. All right. We we gonna go there right now. We okay. We gonna let you go with there right now. Uh, Monday, next Monday, I have something for you. But okay. We're now gonna, I tell you what. Now, hey, he was talking because, about uh, yeah, we, we he was talking that. about pardoning <laughs> Kwame right. Kilpatrick. Wait, hold on. Didn't I just say we finna get your last words in and you trying to talk already all over again? All right, so as we always do, first day, last out. All right, go ahead, May. Do your thing. What I'm saying about him getting people out of jail doesn't mean anything. If that's what Pianchi thinking is great, if they committed a crime, they need to serve the time and do it. And let his friends go right along to like his lawyer he had for 10 years and all these people that he's trying to pardon that she be locked down. And then you saying, uh, uh, he did a good thing, you know, tell me, and I just convince me what good he has done. Because America is in bad shape. Bad, bad shape. And that's why you see these people, some of these people marching on the street and doing things that they are uh, tired of, and they want to see a change in a different. You out on the golf course playing golf with your golf course, shaking hands and doing everything that your doctor said not to do, and everybody looking at you, but you still, and he used to be trying to get to Florida. That's where he wants to be is in Florida because he's scared of the White House over there because they ain't no telling what's uh, going on in the walls over there and stuff. So with that, and Pianca, please, just give it up. I know it hurts. I'm going to vote for him if you want to. That's your choice. Uh, and uh, stand by your man. Have a good one. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mays. All right. Thank you, Mays. <laughs> That's, that's that's good. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. As a citizen, are you there? Okay. He may have been rolled out. All right, Miss Lady, you're up. 
Oh, no, it's just been good listening. Hello. And, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm just listening. Uh, everyone have a good week. Thank you, ma'am. All right, Yankee, you're up. Last word. Well, Eric, hopefully uh, there will be some restitution to all these things that's going on. You know, one thing that was really sad in uh, Minneapolis, the story was told by the retired black firefighter who has put all his money in a bar grill establishment that he was rehabbing and Due to the pandemic, he had to give the insurance up in order to keep on. But, uh, of course, the rioting, that they burnt his place down. And, and that man was on TV crying. And he had a right to be have those type of emotions. Because he's looking at his lifelong savings, his dreams and plans going up in smoke. But, fortunately, the good hardness in American citizens... They came together with a GoFundMe and collected over $500,000 on his behalf, and it's still going on. So even within the flames, the smoke, and the ashes, there's the possibility of good coming out of it, as we've seen in this particular case. We just got to continue to work on to make these changes, let people know that they have the power to control what they're paying for, control the people that's working for them and also citizens have the power to write laws themselves if they see that thing is not going the way it should be. Support the United States Constitution, support the Bill of Rights. They don't have an on-off switch like we have seen some governors. We have seen some local politicians try to do it that way. Courts that came out and said you're not supposed to do that. And they should have known it anyway. Eric, you have a nice day. It's nice talking to you. I'm glad to see that you're in good health until we meet again. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Pianchi. All right. All right, y'all. What a great show. Great conversation. See, that's what I wanted today. Great conversation. All right. So, whew, it was good, man. I tell you, it was, it was really good. But as has been said on the show, you know, there has been some good that come, has come out of the protests. Uh, we have seen, you know, uh, groups, different ethnic groups taking up, standing up for each other, which is a great thing to see. It, it really is. Y'all know I try not to use the word race. I use ethnic and ethnicity. Okay. But, yeah, it, it, it's a good thing to see, but we still have a long way to go. As I said before, it has been, what, roughly six years since Ferguson, and here we are, 2020, back in the same, basically, situation we were then. Um, you know, what is it, what is it going to take to change? You know, now, we've, we've had some, some good, good ideas thrown out here on the show, and I, I think some of them would work. However, I think it's going to take more than just a one-time, one-time thing. It's going to have to be something that's constantly done, constantly monitored, and uh, uh, implemented. You know, um, you know whether that uh, holding your local 
politicians speak to the fire, i.e. police chiefs and, you know, sheriffs and things of that nature, which probably is what it's going to take. Um, but don't forget, don't forget, as any, with anything, there are some bad apples out there and there are some good cops out there, officers out there. Now, here's the thing that bothered me the most uh, when I watched video over and over again, besides just the actions of some of the people. You know, I'm watching officers kneel down with protesters. Officers march with protesters. And that's a good thing. That, that Don't get me wrong. That's a good thing. But at the same time, watching that, you can't help but question where were they when all this brutality was going on? No. Why haven't you stepped up and said something about it? I just can't see... You know, all these officers that are with the protesters and we love you and hugging, but yet when wrong is being done, they're nowhere around. So I think that that's something that needs to be asked, questioned, examined as well. And, you know, it, it, it's it's like I used to say back in, you know, back in the day, you know, back in the day, the the, the People in the neighborhood policed themselves. We did. You policed yourself. If you were doing something wrong and somebody's grandma saw you sitting up there, she'll bust you in the head with something and say, hey, boy, stop doing whatever that. You know you're wrong. I'm going to tell your mama so forth and so on. Right? So uh, maybe we need to get back to that, including inside the, 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 the police officer. Now, don't get it wrong. We already know law enforcement has the cold blue, uh, you know, where they watch out each other's back, just like the military or any other organization. But wrong is wrong. Wrong is wrong. And in this case, George Floyd, you, you know, you see him with his knee on this guy's neck, the cop with his knee, um, shove on the knee on Floyd's neck, and you hear the man saying, Floyd saying, I can't breathe, but yet, you did nothing. You did nothing to get him get him off his neck. You know, as we have said on the show today, you know, he's handcuffed. He's laying on his stomach. There's nothing he really he can do. You know, he's subdued. So, yeah, we we have to we need to question where are all these so-called good officers at when all the bad officers are uh, brutalizing um, people in, in custody. Just something to think about. All right? So that's going to do it for me, y'all. I enjoyed it. And uh, we're going to see if we can't bring you back another show come Monday, next Monday, next Monday, next Monday. Uh, we shall be here, Lord willing. And I want to thank everybody who participated in the show. And, um, yeah, it's, it's lovely. Um, I just want to say keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart. Make sure you forgive me yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. You can laugh at yourself. Everything else is groovy. And keep living. You know, don't let nobody stop you from living. You know, you only get one, one life. Hey, live it to the fullest, all right? So we're going to take you out of here with some more Marvin Gaye and what's going on. And I'll see you all back here next Monday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. <laughs> this has been Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. Say, have a good one, y'all. Enjoy your week. And uh, see you next time. We out.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.